0: This episode is brought to you by Cognito Studios, a photography studio based in Abuja. Visit them today for the best portraits in the city. Welcome one and all to this special episode of The Young God, a podcast for gods. I know a lot of you tuning into this episode are first-timers, here to listen to the featured guest. I can't blame you. She's a compelling individual, a woman. Everything about her draws you in. She's a lawyer, vlogger, and founder of Butterfly Transform Yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm honored to have Akubeze Okocha on the show today. Like many of you, she had reservations about the title of this podcast, and we didn't waste time getting into it. Fun fact, though, this conversation was recorded almost four months ago just after her first Abuja Mingles event, which I also participated in. Uh, Not that it matters though, but I'm still single, so feel free to shoot your shots. (laughs) And uh, I've been sitting on this episode for a while, but her birthday week gave me the perfect opportunity to drop it. She turned 25 a couple of days ago, so what you're about to hear is 24-year-old Akubeze. At the time, she was just about to get into her new job, which was a secret when this was recorded, so a lot of things have changed for her in such a short time. I wonder if I wonder if she's able to connect the dots when she listens to this herself. Anyway, unlike a lot of my other conversation episodes with guests, Akwa and I really challenged each other. She came at me with her point of view and I did the same. We put our ideologies to the test on all kinds of issues, marriage, religion, dating, society, culture, violence against women. It was for nine minutes of delightful discourse. And underneath it all, it was just good fun. Good fun between peers, which is the most important thing, actually. And there were a lot of little moments, inside jokes and things in there that only she and I can know the full weight of because we were actually there, right? Like, But don't worry, there's still a lot for you to enjoy, do leave some feedback leave a voice note via the link in the podcast description and let me know what you think and do check out the other episodes it gets better actually this this podcast is fucking ridiculous all right <laughs> enough said welcome again to the young god lego Yes, um, I am here at Caesars with the lovely Akubeze. Did I say that right? Yeah, you did. Yeah? Um, she's a lawyer, she's a vlogger, and she's a wonderful, wonderful individual. I would describe, she has her new hair on, you know, braids and a ponytail, edges did,
1: mm-hmm.
0: eyebrows on fleek, mm-hmm. high cheekbones, everything Ooh. in the way. <laughs> With A nice decolletage to match it's, um, you need to see to believe it, but
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> only
2: me,
0: <laughs> yes, only you, only you. And um, thank for being here. Um, thank how do you do? For having me. What's good? What's going on?
2: I'm chilling, chilling. I'm good, yeah, yes,
0: yeah. Enjoyment is, is, is suits you, I can, I can see, really, yes.
2: I don't look like you. I've been suffering,
0: no, you do not, you do not, you do not look like you're. Like your troubles. Thank God for that.
2: Thank God for that. Sure? Yeah.
0: So, uh, once again, you're welcome to the Young God Podcast. Thank I am you. I'm Rodney Omokache, in case you didn't know. Okay. Now you know. Um, so, where do we even begin? She's a, She's a vlogger and she has a YouTube channel called Butterfly...
2: No, my YouTube channel is actually called Akubeze. Oh, okay. But oh. then I have a website called oh. Butterfly, because my brand is Butterfly, Butterfly TY. Yeah. The Transform Yourself is key.
0: The Transform Yourself is key. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to tell us all about that in a second. So, <laughs> um, yeah. What's, what's, what got you into vlogging and content creation and all that kind of stuff? Hmm.
2: Vlogging, I don't know. It just came naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, content creation, I was just looking for an outlet, to be honest, and social media became my outlet. I I don't know when I transitioned to becoming a content creator, if I would call it that, but I've always been active online, so...
0: What did you feel like you needed to express? You know, like, Mm. what did you feel like, I have to Document this? What is, it, what is it about you yourself?
2: My journey, transformation. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a multifaceted person, and I feel like, you know, people always just assume that they know me because they know one side of me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wanted to start showing me the different sides of me, if I would call it that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was why, yeah. And I feel like, you know, I was also a sheltered child. I didn't go yeah. out a lot. So, um, it was just my thing. Like, you know, I was connecting with people even yeah. though I was still in my house, you yeah. know? So,
0: yeah. You're like a butterfly set free now, huh?
2: Exactly. I feel
0: Yeah. You know what? When you say that, you know, they say if you want to learn about someone, you, you ask them about their childhood. Yeah. And now when you mention that little tidbit, it mm-hmm. kind of put into context why, why you're so, like, Relishing just, you know, being able to do your thing. Go here, take a camera and, yeah. you know, just record like, my God, I'm free, yeah. I'm outside, I can be outside, yes. Yes, humans. <laughs> yes, you know. Uh, so that's, that's great, that's what's up. Um, so I know you have some, you're, you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, that's, that's your thing. You, that's so your thing.
2: I must say I had an issue with the podcast name. I hope I'm going to address that.
0: Yes, that's, that's what I was getting to. Okay. The Young God Podcast. Ooh. I know she, she, she's literally doing the sound of the cross in her mind exactly. right now but I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the game okay
2: Okay.
0: so um, you know Christians often feel like they're the only ones who understand God you know that
2: are you a Christian? yes I am okay yeah. why are you speaking about us like you're not part of us
0: I say it because I'm, I feel like I'm a different kind of Christian mm. I feel like um, I have a very very personal relationship with God um, I figured it out in my own way mm-hmm. and that also translates into this podcast, so for me we' all made an image of God right mm-hmm. and how else is that image manifesting if not by that creative energy you know that, we, that you and I kind of you know draw on because mm-hmm. it's not like we know that God has two eyes and a nose we don't know that he's six feet tall or five feet tall we don't know what God looks like so mm-hmm. if we're made in this image it has to be that creative energy that he used to speak into existence everything that is in and around us, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, based on that, I feel like anyone is a God. You're a God if you're someone who taps into that energy, into everything you do, you know? Your life is a, is a creative manifestation of God's grace, God's glory, mm. and that um, you're just trying to be the best you can be in a world that makes it hard to mm-hmm. be the best you can be. You know, so you're, you're, you're a God if you're taking on a challenge, if you're um, striving to be your best self, if you're um, just not letting the challenges of the, wor- of the world, you know, change you or, or make you resentful. I can relate because I know what I've been through to get to, you know, where I am mm-hmm. right now. And I feel like it's taken kind of like a good mentality, I like to call it, you know, that mentality that whatever happens, I'll be fine. I, um, I have... You know God is in me, like God is not in fact to me, God is not like an entity that is out there mm. that we are reaching out to he's, mm. he's right here in my heart I feel like I, and, and as as a as a Christian as a human being who's um who's figuring it out
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know that distinction is key for me
2: mm.
0: yeah, so that's
2: that's what that is I find it hard because I find it hard to accept. You know yeah. this logic, even mm-hmm. after your explanation
0: mm-hmm.
2: because like, cause you can create does not mean that you're the creator, does that make sense
0: yeah, but that, that's not that's no that's not what it's about,
2: but you are essentially saying that you know because you can tap into that like from what i from what I got from what you said, it seems like you know you you see yourself in the image of God, you're god like, and it's like. No. Anything you do, yes, God is in you. That's the Holy Spirit, but you are not God like. No, I'm not God. You're not God like even.
0: I'm not but the ideal is to is to is to is to aim towards being like God. Mm-hmm. The, the ideal is to, you know, manifest the kingdom of God
1: mm-hmm.
0: on earth. And that's why some there's a psalm that says Know that ye are good i can 't remember the, the exact you know one, but it 's not, not, not a mistake that that we are we're able to do and undo
2: mm.
0: it's not a mistake that we have so much potential as, as human beings it's not a mistake that of all the the, the creatures
1: mm.
0: in the living on the planet earth that we're the ones who are able to do the fucking
2: most yeah because as you rightly said we are the ones that were made in his image like we are the ones that get as close to what we'll ever know of him Mm. as possible but we are we are we are mere mortals like i i feel like you know using that god i know it's a metaphor yeah but it's a bold metaphor to use like Mm
1: -hmm. to say
2: the young god and then your explanation is all about you know being in the image of god but to me it's Mm -hmm. almost like if you start calling yourself the young god when you actually now when people if your podcast you know grows up to the point where people are literally worshiping you like a god are you going to believe that you're a god it's easy to say of course not now but it's so bold like i cannot uh, maybe i'll name myself child of god or mm-hmm. child of grace like le- i would always express it in a way that i know me i'm below you mm. but you your own is like okay you're a God, or You're the big God. You're the old God, but me, I'm the young God now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, th- there's, there's a, you know, there's, there's, there's a danger, right, mm-hmm. of thinking too, too literally. You know, in fact, one of the problems we have in this world is is over literalism, mm. and it's important that you know we're able to speak in metaphors and analogies that tell our story. And you're a storyteller so you know what, what that is like, and it's very important the kind of stories you tell yourself. Now, um, I always make it clear that, you know, being a god is not about being, it's, it's about, you know, being a god unto yourself. That's self-control, that's self-mastery. Like, those are things that, like, those are so difficult to achieve. It's almost god-like. You know? Those
2: are fruits of the faith.
0: Fruits of, of the Spirit, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So, so, um, while I, I understand your your reservations and, and your feelings that it is, um, you know, reaching, I feel like I am exactly, you know, in my element when I say it. Mm. So it's more like a personal thing, it's more like a, a personal idea, it's more of, 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 you know, the way I see myself in the world, and it really does, like I said, it's 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 a relationship between uh, God and Ida. It's so peculiar. Mm-hmm. It's not for everyone. Yeah, you know, but it is what works for me, and I feel like, <laughs> you know, and that for me is is what separates the mere mortals from from the gods. People who have uh, they the go at the point where they take responsibility for their lives, for their actions, for. Um, who they want to be, and it's so key, and it changes everything. And when I meet people, and things I know, I know it's not just me because I meet people who have that same energy, and I, like, you, you get that vibe, that, what mm-hmm. they call simpatico like, you you know you and this person, like, are in alignment. And it's not a, it's not a small thing to, to affirm yourself that I am a God unto myself, that I can, I'm, I'm infinite, mm-hmm. you know, just as God is infinite, just mm-hmm. as, as you said, you're multifaceted, you know, same way. You know, God has many different sides to mm-hmm. Him, and by expressing that, by keeping an open mind, by being curious, by expressing yourself with ed- any any way that you can. My God, this was be about you, and I'm talking. Jeez. No,
2: but it's it's interesting <laughs> because I feel like you know anybody who has my kind of mind would immediately think that I may not even listen to your podcast just because of that. Because, mm. you know, I don't know if your listeners know that you you didn't. We weren't born in we weren't born in Nigeria, but it's like no, okay. Yeah. well, I guess they know now. Now, now they or know. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had to break the. Yes, the but but
2: hearing that made me now understand why you think like this, and okay, yes, you still acknowledge that God is God, but mm. you know you, you now can't think of this metaphor. Yeah. I think because I was raised, you know, in Nigeria, born and bred. I cannot even allow my mind to go there. Go there, like how can I? Compare myself and God in the same sentence. I'm yeah, no kind of God, as yeah. in I'm just a slave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one thing to say, I am good. I'm not saying I am good. You know, there's, there's different yeah, say, a different thing to be good. Yeah, yeah. That is. That makes so much difference yeah, to me. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's true. You know? It's true. And it's I always true. make sure
0: I put the little G. Even you know, when I'm putting the title anywhere, yeah. there's always a little G. Never Okay, a G. I love that. I love
2: you that. Know? I so love that. So I
0: maintain that. We, we know. We you know. know.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. Because my, my
0: mother will see it and she will. Exactly. Is <laughs> 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 you
2: know? your mom evil as well? She's evil.
0: She's evil. Yeah, uh,
2: that's the end. The first
0: time I told her that. Is, I'm doing, I have a show called Young Good. She so said, Young, Young, Young Young Gilly. what? I
2: young Gilly. I said, Young Gilly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Me, myself, I said, what is
0: this? I said, come to my event. She said, I can't come. I can't, does it? <laughs> 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 you know, so I, I get it and, um, but um, I think I, I, I know where my power comes from. I know, mm. you know, who I am um, and I know that, I you know, like it's like I have my mental space mm. is like optimum. In terms of, you know how they say, um, "No weapon shall shall, shall shall prosper against you." Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel that in my soul. I feel like they, the the weapons are welcome to form, you know, and I'll face them mm-hmm. head on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so I I just feel like, um, anyway. But it's cool if if you, if you, if you if you don't. Um,
2: no, I I understand now. I I, I get you, and yeah. I my challenge to you is just to always make sure that
0: the disclaimer is out there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I say with all the humility in the world. Like, yeah. I don't know, and that's why I'm saying contradiction, like, it sounds like it's braggadocious mm-hmm. or it's, I'm just trying to, like, big up myself. Mm-hmm. But I say with all the, like, you know, empathy mm. in the world. But, yeah, anyway, that, that's just me. And I hope, I hope um, at some point you will see yourself as a god. I mean, because you, you are, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like, in your own way, mm. you know, you're, 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 um, you know, taking on the, on the challenge of, of of being, of being a person, being a human being, being flawed, and trying to like overcome mm-hmm. that shit, and then not letting you know the world make something or not. I think that's a beautiful thing, and uh, even, I hope you, I hope your, your your followers and your your vloggers, like people who who follow you, mm-hmm. like see that. You know, it's not enough to just like watch someone to be entertained and like, mm. use them as distraction for yeah. your own like, crap life. <laughs> but like, to actually see who you are yeah. as a person, and that's, that's the most we can ask um, of anybody in any relationship, you know? That's true. I am many things to many people. Chief among them is a pretty decent photographer. And while I can trust in my ability to photograph people at a high level, Who can I trust when it is my turn to get in front of a camera? The answer is simple. Cognito Photography Studios. I know the head photographer personally, and I can vouch for for his photography philosophy. The work Cognito Studio puts out is high level and distinct, from the retouching to the color grading to the way they relate with customers in front of the camera. They are class. It's the reason why, when I needed promotional portraits for this podcast, I chose Cognito Photography. Without speaking too much, check out the podcast page to see how they immortalized a god. Even better, check out their page on IG at Cognito Studios to see the visual masterpieces they create. Tell them Rodney sent you for a discount. So, now enough deep stuff, let's talk about your crush for Rema. Mm. Oh
2: my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was the last thing I was expecting. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's the new kid on the block, man. Yeah. I feel like he's doing something. I love people that are talented. Mm. Like, I think talent is so attractive Mm-mm. and yeah. Okay, and I'm very talented. <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast, receipts. <laughs> <laughs> they had <read> you. <laughs>
0: Okay. But yeah, yeah um,
2: I think I think I'm attracted to his talent. I just love you know what he's doing. You mm. know, this young boy from Benin, and he's now like our trap star. You know. like where are all the old kids.
0: You know, like it's, so
2: I just I just I just love him, and I love that he's you know.
0: Have you seen that video where he was like?
1: Somebody
2: save me.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that should really really trust me, but um,
2: boy.
0: It, it took me a w- Oh.
2: Yeah, that's fabulous. That's <laughs> okay. my boo. It took me a while to do a.
0: Yeah, it took me a while to get used to him. I was like, mm. Yeah. Um I was because uh being who I am, I'm I'm very wary of of what I give my attention and my time. Mm. So when he when first came on, I was like, okay, maybe this guy is going to be one of those that make noise and then bounce, mm-hmm. but he's been, you know, consistent. Yeah. You know, he's come to Abuja, he has, I've seen girls off their clothes and throughout the stage, <laughs> but this guy, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Now I listen to his music,
2: okay. Yeah, he's then, really good. somebody saved me. Yeah. Oh, no, that was, <laughs> that like, was it.
0: That was it, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, he's, uh, I, can't, I, can't, I can't even, like, hate on that. Yeah. yeah. He's, 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 uh, I, I wish him the best. I, maybe, who knows, he might follow that whiskey trajectory. Hmm. You know, starting out young and then getting all these older women to, Heavy. you know, be his, be his you know, 25-year-olds. Wow. Mm.
2: Why do you ask about Rama? Of all the things that you could have asked, why did you feel?
0: I felt like I, I um, because one, one time I was on your story mm. and then you made it a point. You gave him, like, a nice... 30 seconds <laughs> love. Shout
2: out to shout like, out. I'm like.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is yeah, that, what's yeah, up? Is that yeah, what gets yeah. her up in the morning? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, let's go. So that, that's, 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 that's why. Um, but that was. And the reason why I said that was, I wanted to like. Because we're talking really deep for a bit. Mm-hmm, you know? Okay, true. So, so just I wanted to. True, true,
2: true. Let's you know, yeah, calm down. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. Count down. yeah. <laughs> Makes sense.
0: Mm. So, um, violence against women. I know that's something that, you know. I think that's something we can both agree on. I know we're just arguing about the the waitress yes. you know <laughs> treating you as your insignificant and you know we can always argue back and forth, but mm-hmm. we can both agree that violence against women ain't shit. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's your do you have any like personal experience with that?
2: No, I don't, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never got to well, not personal in the sense that it's never happened to me directly, but I have personal experience in the sense that mm-hmm. I've worked on cases mm-hmm, that, you know, mm-hmm. have to do with this type of But it's an epidemic. That's the truth. Mm. Like, and the sad part is that we don't even know the half. Like, most cases are unreported. So what we're even hearing is not even half of what's really going Mm. on in our society. Mm. Like, people, like... Top women that you see like are getting abused by their husbands, by their children, Mm. by you know their colleagues, yeah, by their religious leaders. Trust me, the stories that you hear like there, there's a lot of abuse, and it's like I think that's why I'm so passionate. That's why I was so passionate about this waitress thing because it starts at that level, like, Mm. if you can't even just acknowledge me, Mm. then why would you feel like I'm not worth beating, and, you know, Mm. you wouldn't, it's nothing to you, because I'm almost like an animal, like, you know, so that's, that's the issue, that's why it starts from those little things, that you need to make people conscious of, like, what they're doing, and what they're furthering by, should I say, neglecting women, Mm. and, yeah, violence against women, I don't even know how, where are we started from. Our police, our judiciary, our hospitals, like, mm-hmm. every step of the way there's no safety net for these women. So mm. it's like, what, what are we even <laughs> discussing? I don't even know where we're <laughs> discussing from and where we're ending. Like,
0: You know, <clears throat> I, I like to, I'll give you a personal story, right? Mm. When I was 16 or 17, I, um, I had an argument with my sister, and I hit her, and I hit wow. her hard, yeah. And then, my dad came home, and and this is my, my y- younger sister, just a year mm. younger than me. <clears throat> my dad came home, and then he saw that, you know, I would hit her, and my dad fucked me up. Wow. He fucked me up, and he said to never, ever, ever do it again. And I think that, like, kind of set up
1: Mm-hmm.
0: the way I, you know, treat women. I always think of it, when I think back about, like, you know, why, <clears throat> the way, just my, my, my feelings towards mm-hmm. that. I think that example that my dad set at that age, that was a crucial crucial age. Mm-hmm. If he let me get away with that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, I could have been something else. Yeah. But then he put the fear of God in me. And like,
1: yeah.
0: You know, if you try that shit again.
1: Yeah. You
0: know? So, um, I, so, I think it goes back to some of the things where, Fathers father figures kind of like let it slide mm-hmm. in the communities when younger men are doing things like that, because mm-hmm. once you turn a blind eye
2: yeah you know
0: that 's how things get out of, out of hand and um,
2: and do you know the truth is that mm-hmm. um, Like, the conversation should be about violence in general. Like, why should human beings even be violent to each other? Mm. Women, Violence against women is just more prevalent because women are just generally the most downtrodden. Women and children are generally accepted to be the most downtrodden in society, you know, the most vulnerable. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like... They're the ones that will get the brunt of what is happening in general in mm-hmm. society. So it's mm-hmm. like this violence conversation is a general t- topic. Like, look mm-hmm. at the mass shooting that just happened in America now. It's like, mm-hmm. when you think, of why why should that even come to another human being's mind? Like, why should your reaction to have been to beat us? Even if it was your younger brother, like, your dad should have equally called you out on that. Like, mm-hmm. have a conversation. Why do you have to start beating somebody? Like. Or talk to mommy, or like do something else other than hit. Like, why do you have to hit? And then violence is not all only physical as well. So it's like even when you're talking, what kind of words are you using? There's emotional mm. violence, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you talk about violence against women, how where, where violence against humanity? With in humanity, fact, like where do you even start from? There's so many aspects to know, it.
0: That that is true, and and what it, what it just comes down to is that. Um, People are just so flawed. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: People are so, so wicked. I had one girl tell me that, you know, she's always had to be like, really, really behave herself around some guys Mm. in her circle because, you know, they could just rape her if she just steps out of line. You get that kind of thing. So, like, knowing that women deal with these kind of things is really disheartening Mm -hmm. and... um, I I I don't know that there's any end in sight, because especially in this world where there are just a lot of messed up people. And that's really what it is. Uh, I think maybe the only thing we can do is to to raise less messed up people. Yeah. That's really what it is. Like. It starts at home. Yeah, to to plan going forward, because mm-hmm. right now, as it is, this is, some of these niggas are, are on the streets, they're mm-hmm. not gonna change anytime soon. Mm-hmm. They will fuck up their brother, they'll fuck up their sister, men and women, but they don't care. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man. But yeah, uh, I...
2: And children. And generations to come. That's even the worst part of it all. Now most of the victims are children. Even that girl. You don't know how old she was. And technically, anybody under 18 is a child.
0: No, they're they all adults.
2: Oh, you could see that she was an adult. Like uni okay. students. Okay. Yeah,
0: that kind of thing, yeah. So, um, man.
2: But yeah.
0: Uh, uh, on the same vein, uh, let's talk about that event. Mm-hmm. That Osibanjo's wife was uh, she she recited some poetry. Mm. So tell me tell me about that that, that thing. How, how what, what was the, like set the scene for, okay, the, for the listeners? Okay, so
2: um, there's this issue that has been happening in Abuja. Um, mm-hmm. We've termed it the Abuja raids on women. But mm-hmm. basically, young women will go out, you know, to the club or something. And then police will raid the clubs, but only end up arresting women, claiming mm-hmm. that the women are prostitutes and things like that. Yeah. So a lot of human rights organizations have come together to try and, you know, end, like, curb that issue because it's becoming more prevalent. And in April, there were some mass raids that happened mm-hmm. where yeah. they even shut down, like, mellow Club. They shut down some clubs and things like that just to save face. But in reality, this is something that is happening, and it's still happening till now. So this issue had actually happened in sometime in 2014, 2015, and there's this lady called Dorothy Jamenze and she actually took um, Nigeria to court, to the ECOWAS Court of Human Rights, to say that you know this was gender-based violence and a violation of her rights and all. So they filmed a documentary about you know the whole process and just reliving her experiences and other experiences of different women from different walks of life that had you know similar things happen to them. So the whole point of that event was to allow, you know, the VP's wife and top dignitaries to see, you know, what is really happening. Cause it's one thing to hear that, oh, they are arresting babes in the club, but then when you see it for yourself, then it, it gets real and all. Mm. So, you know, the VP's wife was in attendance, the chief of army staff and chief of naval staff sent representatives. So that was already a red flag, because if you want to be there, you'll be there. Mm-hmm. Don't send representatives. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, there were also like the delegates from the EU, British High Commission, things like that. Yeah. And after the screening of the documentary there was like meant to be a panel discussion mm. and you know, the VP's wife was even meant to give a speech after the panel discussion. So she ended up moving the speech before the panel discussion. So that showed us that okay, she was planning on leaving right after her speech and, mm. you know, before the panel discussion. Mm. So she gave her speech and her speech ended up being a poem about I can't even remember, that's how uninspiring it was to mm, me, but mm, it was just mm. about womanhood or something. It was completely unrelated to the issues, like, you know, you know that you've seen for yourself now, after watching this documentary, that this is what's happening in Abuja, right under your nose. You're the mm. wife of the vice president. Mm. and. It's like that could have been a perfect for you, perfect opportunity for you to start some, you know, policy dialogue or something like let's know how we are now going to change it. Maybe mm, mm, mm. even if they're making arrests, arrest both men and women like is is clubbing is illegal in Abuja. Just come out and tell us now. Mm. Like you know, you could have made a bolder statement than just reading a poem. Mm. But you know, they always say that um I don't know how to I don't know how to express it now, but you know how like Kill him with kindness in a way. Mm. So I wasn't sure if that was what she was doing. Maybe she was just trying to act like she was just reading a poem, but mm. hidden inside that poem, there was a deeper meaning. But in reality, since then, she hasn't really said anything. You know, the group is still working on its own. They're trying to have meetings with her. Nothing is really coming out. Mm. So to me, it just seems as if, you know, it was more of a publicity move than her actually putting her backing behind the cause. Yeah. Yeah, so
0: you know, um, I, I saw the snap on your on your, on your story. Mm-hmm. Uh, snap, I saw the story on mm-hmm. your story.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you saw the post.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and um, I saw her reading it, and I instantly knew what you meant when you said, you know, because you, you made your your, your feelings known mm-hmm. um, on there, and it reminds me of something that I saw a couple of months ago in the U.S. Right, mm-hmm. you know, the first responders mm-hmm. for nine eleven. So there's this thing where they've had their, I think, their pension or their funding for healthcare cut for some reason.
1: Oh, wow. You
0: know, so um, this comedian, his name is John Stewart.
1: Okay.
0: He has been lobbying and trying to, like, get that thing mm-hmm. open for them again so they can get access to healthcare. you know. Mm-hmm. Some of them lost their lives and, you know, pension for their mm-hmm. families mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. So he sat down be, be, um, in front of the congressional hearing, had a congressional hearing to, to speak on it and to... And he gave a very rousing... You know, heartfelt um, speech mm. that held, like he held them accountable.
1: Mm.
0: You know, for what they're doing, for like neglecting these people. And after everything was said and done, he was able to secure funding for these people in perpetuity, which wow. means for for the next hundred years, mm-hmm. those people and their families will have access to, you know, funding yeah. for their lives and for their expenses, and. I, w- I watched the thing, and it was it was so, so amazing. And and when you now said what you said, that was her opportunity to do something similar. Yeah. To, and like you said, publicity stunt, very short term. Mm-hmm. You know, she could have set herself up as a champion yeah, for this like cause. Yeah, like immediately.
2: That. She could have just... And the thing is, even if it was just one line mm. that indicated, sorry, aside from the poem, you know, she kept going on and about how we should be conscious of the image of the police, that, you know, um, police is trying these days. Like, she almost came to defend the other side. Mm. Instead of her to really realize that, look what's happening right under your nose. Mm. Like, women, innocent women, you have a young daughter that went to school abroad that goes clubbing. Mm. She can go clubbing one night, and if she's not lucky enough to be with all the escorts from... The, from Daddy's office, they will pick her up yeah. just because she's a woman, and yeah. just because she's wearing a, a skirt. In fact, there's a, even one of women there that was wearing a blazer, so it's, it doesn't even matter what you were wearing, like mm. really and truly. So it, it was like she could have, even if it was two lines, even if it was just something like, "Oh, my heart goes." I I can think of so many things, so many other things she could mm. have said that would have shown, you know, who she is, like. Michelle Obama, nobody plays with her because even if she's talking, she may not be coming out to scream and lobby, but she will give you one line that will enter your soul, that will make you think that, wow, okay, change needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Michelle came and started doing um, no more fast food in American schools or whatever. Mm -hmm, Immediately... Supermarkets took the cue. As yeah. in everybody now started promoting a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. And all she did was organize a fit-fun dance with Beyoncé or something. <laughs> yeah. like, it seems like. It seems like a small thing. So mm. it's like, I'm I'm watching, I'm watching w- with women in power. Because even if you're the wife, mm. it's still a very powerful position, position. Yes. And she could have done some, and it's like when I'm watching, I, I'm seeing, I, I'm still hopeful because I can see how she's doing this knitting thing now. And I was just, and she had like a knitting event the weekend after that, um, mm. the, the screening of the documentary. And I was thinking, like, yes, this your knitting initiative is going to help some women. Mm. But those are the same women that when push comes to shove, they will pick them up like they mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Let them be with their knitting bags as in it means nothing. Yeah. Because you are a non-factor in the Nigerian society. And yeah. she should have used her platform to show that CEO we're not playing a game with you guys. Like mm-hmm. Women are actually now trying to do things and take up opportunities, so don't feel as if you can just be arresting and manhandling and violating mm-hmm. women and nothing will come of it. Mm-hmm. But instead she came and defended them and it just seemed as if, oh, here we go then.
0: No, I, I feel you, I feel you, you know. And social change is usually, it starts from someone speaking out Well Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and profoundly, and you know, speaking to the heart Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and making you feel stuff is not by coming and showing that you can write a poem and showing that you have some nice ALS things going Mm -hmm. on, like, like. mm. That's why.
2: That's why I said I was uninspired Mm. because it's like, if 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 the vice president's wife is talking to me, I should even just naturally feel inspired. I I should, as a woman, I should want to feel like, oh my god, I want to be the vice president's wife. Mm -hmm, I didn't mm -hmm. feel. I didn't feel that. After listening, like I just felt like oh, yeah, cool,
0: man. That's that's unfortunate, and um, at this rate, and but and that's the thing. We don't even have enough of those kind of people who can, you know, rally mm. people, you know, spiritually in terms of in, in government, you know, speak truth to power,
1: yeah,
0: with confidence and <laughs> with eloquence. We don't have a lot of those people, you know. So imagine how many things would change if imagine if you, if you watch one of the the set uh hearings in the states mm. when people are trying to pass bills and then you hear this guy come up to defend his bill and then he speaks, you know, to the truth mm-hmm, of the matter. Mm-hmm. You know, bottom line, no bullshit just like get into your heart mm-hmm. and then people now vote and they vote in favor. You know, that's how it's done. Yeah. You know, like not everything is all about lobbying or paying or yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah. If you can just state in clear terms mm-hmm. what you're trying to solve, what is at stake if it's not solved. You know, you can make a lot of change, mm-hmm. and you see the kind of guys we have in our, you know, Senate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have low-hanging foods, you know. So when you think of that, that's why things don't get done. Why do you think, like, people are passing bills for um, child child marriage at what eleven? No one is there to actually speak and say, guys. Yeah. Does
2: this make sense? Would
0: you want your daughter to marry yeah. her? you here? Yeah. Yeah. Do you get, you know, so. Um, I guess our, our, our leaders coming up, people like you and I, you know, this is our time to start thinking of that. You know, if you should be in a position where people have your ear,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you want to not let that, you know, go to waste. You want to yeah. take advantage and speak well and speak, you know, in a way that resonates. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something. Like, look at Obama. You know why Obama became president? It's not even because, like, they say it's because he's black. Oh, like, see him? When that guy speaks, yeah. he understands the value mm-hmm. of speaking, you know, you know, aiming like a surgeon at where it hurts yeah. like, it's the most. That's why, that's why Yes We Can was such a big deal. Like, he was able to do that. Anyone that's a, that's a good leader has that in their back pocket. Yeah. But, oh, man. It's just we have
2: a leadership problem in this country, though. Like, yeah. let's not beat around the bush. We know that.
0: Yeah. So when you see, um, anyway, I don't, I don't want to be too critical of, of, of her because um, who knows whether her hands were tied or.
2: That's the thing. You know. That's why I was. That's why I mentioned how you know I just thought okay maybe, because even her coming
1: mm-hmm.
2: is. It is some kind of move because it does show that she supports the cause in mm. a way. Mm. But to me, like my complaint is now that her support could have been a bit like more intense, mm. and more pronounced.
0: You know what it even feels like to me. Based on what she presented, it's easy to even like see it as she came because if she didn't come, it would be a bad look. Because mm. she actually, she left anyway.
2: True. You know she True. wanted to leave yeah. anyway.
0: So she came just to make it, not, let the news not be I did come, mm. you get, as opposed mm. to the news being I said something that was...
2: Yeah, true. Incredible. True, true.
0: But hey, so you know that our, our problem is, is, is both on the male side and the female side. We're all just fucked up. <laughs> Bruh. Um,
2: but we're transforming.
0: We are. well, yeah.
2: At least me, I'm trying, sure.
0: Hey, young gods. Some of you know me as the host of this great podcast, but what you may not know is that I'm the founder of a creative agency that develops and manages brands. It's called Avo Creative. We help businesses figure out what makes them unique, what sets them apart in the marketplace, and then we build a brand around that idea. Without a well-defined brand, you're just another business offering the same products and services in a crowded market. We're looking to work with ambitious entrepreneurs who want to take their businesses to the next level. What you're selling is dope. You know it. Your staff knows it. It's about time the world knew it too. Visit abocreativehouse.com to see how we roll. That's abocreativehouse.com. Get in touch and let us help you take things to the next level. So what have you been through? Mm. What have you been through?
2: <laughs> How can I have that We will have that and beginning though.
0: Because you're shining, you you know, you're fleeking. You know. I remember the Abuja mingles, you mm. just just floating like a butterfly out there. You know, but keeping it real. You know, what what have you seen?
2: I've seen things, so. What
0: has gotten you from then from to acting now? Heartbreak. I think mm.
2: is the best word to describe. But you had your heart broken? Yeah.
0: Was it bad? It
2: was bad. Yeah? Yeah. Tell me, tell Twice. me. Twice. Oh. I can't tell you. That scene is, that is the whole other podcast. Okay, okay,
0: okay. <laughs> I can't okay. tell
2: you, but yeah. Heartbreak, yeah. And you
0: felt like you never like recover?
2: Mm-hmm. You just feel like you've lost everything now. And you lose your heart, essentially yeah
0: yeah i haven't i haven't been heartbroken before but um i don't know how i i can i can empathize i know like
2: have you ever been in love yes i have so how did you fall out of love without getting heartbroken
0: it was painful you know when a good thing ends and it ended well in terms of like kind of like arrived at that mm. okay we should, you know, separate, mm-hmm. like we've, we've run the course of this relationship, mm-hmm. you know, so it was, so in that, it was a good breakup, so it was easier
2: yeah,
1: to deal with, as opposed yeah. to a
0: situation where maybe one person is still in it, mm-hmm. and the other person is, has checked out, mm-hmm. that's when, you know, heartbreak can be disgusting, yeah. <laughs> you know, so for me, yeah, but I, I've, oh man, she was... This edo babe, oh my god! Don't make me. That's another <laughs> podcast episode, actually. You know, but you know, so yeah. So um, so now, how did that breakup change you?
2: Mm, I think it it taught me resilience because, mm. like I said, in the moment you feel like you've lost everything, but then mm. with time you just find that. You seem to have built life back up again. Mm-hmm. So heartbreak is good. It teaches you resilience, independence.
0: How recent was it?
2: I've had two so two different episodes. Yeah. Oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, but the most recent episode, I'm still kind of in it, to be honest, to yeah? be very honest. Yeah. In it how? Like, I'm still, we're still dealing with the Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh yeah? Yeah. So why did you? Because I'm single, technically.
0: Guys, I just took off my glasses. And told. <laughs> the, the the math did not add up. <laughs>
2: I'm single technically, yeah. Okay. You, yeah.
0: So what does so what does that mean? Because so my listeners here are at the at the Abidjan. Mink- Mink- what Mink- is it? Yes, and they, like, Muhammad <laughs> and Jaja. They will be listening until. <laughs> So no now we don't understand.
2: <laughs> no, because I'm single, but as in I'm. You're still
0: involved with the, with the guy. No, I'm
2: not involved. I said the. You said the heartbreak. Now when oh, was okay, it? Oh, okay. You're still dealing. Yeah, with Yeah, I'm still dealing
0: the, with the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, guys, please
2: Please, as in. Uh, okay. I wouldn't do that. Uh, I don't feel. But yeah. yeah.
0: You know what? I I can relate because even, like, I feel like until I replace that ex. I'll always, like, be reminiscing, you know, mm-hmm. like... Because, you know, when a relationship ends, all you can think about is how... all the, the things that I, you enjoy, yeah. you know, You forget all shit, like, the shit
2: The bad stuff, right? You
0: know, till today, I'll just... Maybe yeah. i am I'm on Twitter and i am like, Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. You
2: know? Does she listen to you, do you think?
0: She does.
2: So she's going to hear this. Shout out to you, baby. You're a powerful woman.
0: No, she... She's an Edo, babe. She's powerful. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no, no, no. And, 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 and... It was one of the situations where, if it was a different time and a different place, it would have been, mm. we could have gone all the way, you know. But you just like you said, you know, you 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 take things like like that on the chin, mm. and then and because of that, I've not been so eager to like get back into the into the, the game. And they be coming, but you know, you gotta take your time with these things. Mm-hmm. So so. So now moving into your next one, what, what would you do differently from your from from what you did in your last ones into a new relationship? Was was Aku Akubeze 2.0 or 3.0 since this is your third. <laughs> no.
2: Yeah, um I think it's choosing the partners even who i would do differently. Mm.
1: Yeah. My
2: my that's why I feel like I'm extra picky now. People think I'm picky now, but like I'm actually extra picky now because I've seen the danger of, like, aligning yourself with someone that is really just veering you off your own life path,
0: Mm. yeah. Is that what that was in your uh, other, other relationship?
2: Yeah, I feel like, you know, my two heartbreaks were not a result of the guy hurting me necessarily. I was even just hurt at myself for building a relationship with someone that in the end was detrimental to me. Not that he hurt me, but there's a way that you can be detrimental to someone yes, without yes. actually doing anything bad to them.
0: Shit. That's, that's he hurt you. Yeah. By not, you know, would I say letting you be you?
2: Yeah, and not also, you know, I feel like your partner is meant to help you flourish in a way. Mm. So, you know, by also stunting my growth. Mm. That, that is what broke my heart because I'm thinking of the time I've wasted and, you know, the emotions I've wasted and everything I've wasted, essentially. It's the waste that hurts. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it, it hurts. Another way to see it is is that, you know, every relationship teaches you how to love.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know? I feel like with every relationship I've been through, like, you know, like, every time I think about what I did wrong in the last one, yes. you got know that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I feel like, Okay, this is what I'm going to you know, do different. And this is how, like, like, like rejection, whether it's in the way you said mm-hmm. it or in the traditional sense of the word, you know, it makes you, you don't want to feel that again. So you feel like you got to get better at one picking mm-hmm. and then better at loving. Mm-hmm. You get, and then just, and then best of all, you know, being yourself, with whoever you're with. Yeah. You know, you know, my ideal relationship yeah. is where it even goes beyond like love. Like, love is cool, but I, I've, I've, I've seen or I can envision a situation where, like, you, you're beyond love. Now, you have, like, this mutual respect and understanding.
2: Partnership.
0: For someone. Partnership is even, doesn't even cut. Partnership is, to me, is, like, even... To me, I ju- feel like justice. the
2: way I define partnership is, is what is that kind... At least I think that's what you're expressing, you know, that kind of relationship that is just, like... It's, like... Partners come together because they need each other to now make the business flourish. Thinking just, you know, in the basic terms of a partnership. So Mm -hmm. it's now, imagine that in the sense of life, like me as a woman, I'm coming together with you. Like Mm -hmm. we're collaborating on this life thing and Mm -hmm. look what's going to come out of it. So it's like, okay, it's not about love. Mm. It's about legacy. Mm -hmm. It's about knowing like this, our partnership is going to lead to so much more like, you know, that's, that's what I'm looking for. That's why I'm going to be picky till, like, <laughs> and the doctor is literally telling me, like, babes, your ex, there's only one left. But, like...
0: They're telling you right now?
2: No, I'm saying I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be picky. Hey. Like, to Like, <laughs> last, last, till it gets to that point, because it's like, I know... That's why I keep going on about how even my heartbreak is about joining myself to the wrong... Because it's all about that. Who are you going to partner with and if you do if you make the wrong choice like your life will not be the same like it will, not, it will, it will just be it direction. will go like it will go completely left so to me it's so important to you know, choose yeah. the right partner not beyond love like the part, like my life partner like that our union is going to lead to like favor blessings grace like our union is transformative in yes. itself just like, I associate Beyoncé, that's why I almost, like, I don't want to say I idolize Beyoncé and Jay-Z, but their couple um, model is exactly what I'm trying to get at. Like, mm-hmm. Beyoncé would not be Beyoncé without Jay-Z, and Jay-Z mm-hmm. would not be Jay-Z without Beyoncé. Like, if they remain single, they would not be the powerhouse that they, they are. They they, like, yes. even Barack and Michelle. And I feel like that's why Barack is always so, like, yo, please, oh. Michelle's husband, before yeah. our president, yeah, Barack, yeah, you know, because yeah. he realizes that it was that partnership. He that didn't mean he wasn't great on his own, no, mm. but that you need someone. There's limits. Yeah, exactly. You on your own are limited, mm. but where a force when we're together, eh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, I, you know, there's a time I went to church one time, and and the pastor said, the priest said, imagine your success was tied to the happiness of your wife,
2: hmm. what would you do hmm.
0: differently? Hmm.
2: To get so many men would have been shook that day. Like. Yeah, and I,
0: I believe in that because I've, I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen guys who their wives are happy with them. They are happy mm-hmm. and like one of my uncles, he's a billionaire. he's He's been on the board of ExxonMobil, of uh, Chevron, of Zenith Bank and like he's but he died like two years ago, mm. you know. And one of the things that was constant in his life was his. Wa- he didn't play with his wife.
1: Mm.
0: I say he didn't play with his, his wife. wife. She didn't bring him any kids.
1: Wow. He's an Igbo Mano. Yeah.
0: Is, so you, can, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know how people. Yeah. Because I, I have an uncle who's also passed. He has had three wives. Just could, looking for. No, no, no. They couldn't give him a, a boy.
2: Wow. Not talk <laughs>
0: of not giving me a child.
2: Child, yeah. But
0: this guy, she could not give me a child. They had to wow. adopt and she was right or die yeah. together. And this guy was just, he wouldn't he wouldn't send a, a, a check without her knowing. Any small thing gone, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, I need a loan. On, just talk to my wife. Do you get that kind of thing? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And,
0: and people see, it and they always thought, ah, oh, this guy is he's being controlled by his wife. But they don't get it.
2: You he know, finds a wife, finds a finds good a thing. Good
0: thing, and oh man! And so he was
2: not playing with his good thing. He was like. not playing,
0: you know. So yeah. I feel you. I feel you, man. I wish we could. We could talk all all day. You know what? We gotta. We gotta. We gotta do this again, but off, off the record. Yeah. I think. I think that um, they don't need to know. What is a foot? Uh? Huh. Huh. What? Uh? <laughs> 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 no. Yeah, but thank you, thank you very much for for joining me. We've been, we've been trying to do this for a while.
2: Yeah, um, I'm your... glad I finally came. It was actually a really good combo.
0: Before you go, do you want to say anything to, to like any you know like say something to people like what do you want them to know, you know, about you or any piece of advice that you think that they should keep in mind, you know, from your journey?
2: Okay, two things to always remember:
0: mm-hmm.
2: remember to remember the good times. Mm. I remember. That everything in this world comes from God. And all glory needs to go back to Him.
0: And you're all gods as well.
2: That part was added by Rodney.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, once again, this is Akubeze. I don't know her surname, oh my girl. Okacha.
2: Okacha, really? Yeah. No relation? No.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's um, at Akube on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? And her vlog is called Akubeza.
2: Akubi on Instagram, actually. Oh, people uh, call it Akube. So maybe this is my channel of... Letting people know that the right pronunciation yes, is Akubi.
0: Akubi. Very important.
2: B-E-Y-Y. Because yes. it's meant to be like a play on my name.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, Akubi. And uh, her, her website is
2: Butterflyty.com.
0: Check her out. and um, I think you guys will, will love what, what, she, what she's all about. Thank you for coming on. You're, you're a lovely lady. Um, anybody would be lucky to have you be picky and like, you no, know, don't even call it be picky. You know what it is? Just say, say you, say you have a discerning spirit. That's better. Being picky, a picky person will not even know a good thing when they see it.
2: Mm, fair enough. you get? Yeah.
0: You know, so the language also matters. You know, That's when you're true. trying to speak things into existence, so you know you have that discernment that so you wanna, you can tell the difference what is good for you and what is mm-hmm. not. And I, I wish you all the the best in the world especially as you transition from you know being a lawyer to whatever else you think holds in your future just be open
2: thank you you know yeah
0: yeah Rodney Aku Out. out if you like this episode don't forget to subscribe share and follow me on IG at the young god pod and on twitter at i am the young god slide in my dms anytime tell me a message comment on my post and i'll be happy to hear from you i'll respond and let's build a community of people who are just doing the most trying to be better working on excellence and i just dope yo from one god to another rodney out This episode was brought to you by Cognito Photography Studios. Check them out on Instagram at Cognito Studios for your weddings, portraits, event coverage, and so much more. Photography for the gods, yo.